I'm uh, here. He's here. He's barely alive, but he's here. We're going to play rock, paper, scissors. Winner is our coach of the year. Ah, son of a bitch, Dan Campbell wins. God damn it. <laughs> I, for one, hope they sign him to a 10-year extension. Let's go. I want to dunk on the Bears because it's always fun to dunk on the Bears. And get Dan Campbell a fucking ring, man. Okay? Oh, my God. We might have two people die on this podcast. Welcome to the first annual NFL end of the year beards and balls awards. It's called the beards and ballsies for short. Hello, guys. This is Anthony F., your host and the best member of this podcast besides Ulysses. Um you can follow me at uh, born to run underscore 19. If you didn't know that you're this by now, you're listening to the beards and balls podcast. I would, would hope that, you know, because you chose to download and listen, um, you can follow our podcast at beards underscore balls. Um, you know, interact with us, be our friends, all that good stuff. Um, who am I joined by in the top window on my screen? He's, he's wearing a, a blue shirt that says Kentucky. Couldn't get any grosser than that. Kentucky Pride, man. Patrick Cheeseman at the Cheese Abides at OG Cheeseman. Hello, Cheeseman. And uh, and on the uh, I, mean, I can barely see you, Ulysses. You're so small. Uh, oh well, I guess I answered my own question. Ulysses is here with us. Hey, everybody, it's Ulysses. You can follow me at we underscore cho underscore. I'm pretty much everything. Cheeseman, yeah. you're not a UK fan, are you? I am. I hate really? the Cardinals. I- how, That's oh, new. I did not know that. Uh, all I know is uh, when 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 it comes time for tourney, we're gonna have to do some brackets. Oh hell yeah, we are. Oh dude, I'm always I always end up last place in those. I hate those. Fucking I always I want, end up doing my terribly dad and I, I pick weird ones. My dad and I. This was many years ago. Mm-hmm. Well, for a company he worked for, he brought home too. He entered us into like the office tournament one. We came. My dad and I did one together. Came in second, one fifty bucks. Oh, nice. Nice. Um, But yeah, yeah, yeah. So guys, we are here today to hand out awards uh, specifically to uh, it's for the NFL. You know, it's it's our way of celebrating the end of the season. We were going to do this last week, but, uh, you know, Cheese decided to get sick. Uh, he made that I'm decision. He made that decision willingly. It was his choice. He dove into a vat of six sick people, not sex people, six sick people. God damn it! A vat of six people. Yes, yes, yes. There you we're go. All sexy and all sick. And they, yeah, there you go. Six sick people who were very sexy. Six um, sexy Saudis. So what? Well, what? What are the uh, what's the criteria for these awards? Well, the criteria for we don't know. I know, I know what they are. Uh, It's really regular season stuff. We're not counting playoffs. We're just counting the regular season. We will uh, give out some awards or whatever at the end of the playoffs. But I think we're in for quite a fun time here because we're going to start off this one with. The most dis- with the beards and balls, uh, most disappointing player of the season. Now, 
most disappointing player means that there was at the very least some expectation, some excitement, or, or, you know, at the very bare minimum, you thought this person was going to do better than they they did last year or or just good in general. Right. Uh, These are the guys who disappointed us uh, and our nominees are in no particular order, Cam Newton, who made his comeback and then, uh, well, it didn't go so well. Um, Sam Darnold, who finally got uh, traded from the Jets to the Panthers. Uh, that didn't go well. Uh, Carson Wentz, they lost to the Jaguars and totally blew the playoffs. Um, Julio Jones, who I don't know if I should have him here, but considering what he's done in the past and what he's what he did with the Titans this year, uh, maybe he gets on. He, he's deserving of this. Cheese, you pull you threw out Allen Robinson. Why did you brought uh, Allen Robinson as one of the most disappointing players? I said Allen Robinson based off of a fantasy perspective. Oh, oh! But also, it also tends to translate to on the actual on the field. And That's Allen Robinson point. was a major disappointment in fantasy. And when you watch him play during the regular season, he had very few touchdowns. I have to ask. He had very this. few yards. What team is he on? The Bears. It's the Bears still, right? Huh. Yeah. Okay. Uh, next up, we have uh, Big Ben, who did not play well um, at all. Uh, he could barely get the, the, the ball, I would say, 15, 20 yards. Um, and then we have Baker Mayfield, who we all know that saga. It didn't go well there either with the Browns. They were supposed to be in the play. They were supposed to be a playoff contender. They didn't make the playoffs. Um, and then last but not least, uh, Christian McCaffrey, who... I don't know when the last time he played a full season was, but it, it's been a while um, of that bunch. Pre-pandemic. Oh, absolutely. Pre-pandemic um, of that bunch. Who do you guys, who do you guys uh, think is, is, is uh, the best suited for most disappointing player of the season? Let's discuss. I stand by putting in Allen Robinson. Mm. Here's why. Cam Newton didn't play a full season, so it's hard to put him as disappointing when we knew the injuries and stuff. It was fun to see him that one game, but after that, we kind of knew. Big Ben's fucking old. We didn't know. He would have been a most improved or most impressive player if he was on, if he had any, was any kind of good. He's just falling apart. McCaffrey got injured again, which is sad. Um, Julio's old. Uh, Carson Wentz, I, I'm not going to say Carson, he's... Carson Wentz is my winner, personally. I'm not going to say he's disappointing because we know what to expect with Carson Wentz. You're either going to get disappointed or you're going to get surprised. True, so but I, don't, I, I will say this about that. With Justin Fields throwing to him, how does that affect him? I'm curious about that. I, I want to know what you think Yeah, about Justin that. Fields and Andy Dalton throwing to him, and it did not matter. You do know the two names that you just said, right? It doesn't. Debo said George Kittle had Jimmy G throwing to him. True, true. So but there I, you go. True, but I think uh, I also think that uh, what's his name, George Kittle, is just a uh, a fucking freak. <laughs> and Sam Darnold, I thought about for a second, but I'm like, but he didn't really even finish the season as a starter. So I gotta say, Allen Robinson, who everyone would have picked high in the fantasy, and everyone would have expected a lot from, and he didn't. I'm I'm gonna go Baker, because they they what, what how far did they get in the playoffs last year? 
AFC Championship game. No, 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 no. Divisional round. They almost the championship, but they still won a playoff game last year, and they were pretty heavily favored to be in the playoffs again this year. At least, again, I'm going to go Baker, Uh, Ulysses. Uh, I at the end of the day, I do have to go with Baker as well Mm -hmm. because this is what his fourth or fifth season. He (sighs) wants. He's going to want that multi-million fourth. dollar, hundred million dollar deal. Yeah, it is his fourth. Holy and shit. And I'm not seeing the improvement. This was the year where he was supposed to go, hey, I'm no longer in that C plus, D, B minus tier. At the very least, I want to be in those top two tiers. And the sad part is, I honestly do think the kid has talent in him. Like, I don't think he's uh, a Manziel type or anything like that. Okay. But the sad part of it is in the, in these short time frames, and this is a legitimate question, mm-hmm. in the same time frames, their first four or five years, who are you picking? Baker Mayfield or Andy Dalton? Because honestly, <laughs> at the, the very same. least, almost that's what I'm saying. At the very least, Dalton wasn't known as a turnover machine. That's a good point. And that's my issue with Baker. At this mm-hmm. point, he's supposed to be maturing. He's supposed to be knowing the game. And for some reason, he never wanted to throw at OBJ, the guy who's like probably the most athletic guy in the NFL. And he's somehow like completely avoiding him in the offense. You're supposed to be the leader of men out there. You're supposed to be the general. And for you completely dropping the ball in that sense, in sense of not getting guys to like gather around you. And for all I know, it could be a head coach issue, an offensive coordinator issue. At the end of the day, the buck should stop with Baker. And at the end of the day, Baker is easily my most disappointed player this year. I got a, I got a suggestion for, for, for what he should do next though. And you said it, did you somehow you, you, what you said just click something in my head. What did you say that Baker's supposed to be? He's supposed to be the general. He is Mr. Yeah. Do, do all the ads on TV. That's the next thing he should do. He should do a commercial with the general like Shaq. Okay, give me that now. Uh, so, Cheese, what do you think about Baker? Because uh, I'm curious, because that's your division. It is. And I, for one, hope they sign him to a 10-year extension. Let's go. Oh. Uh, but you, you got to admit, I, I, I think. No, I understand. I understand where you're coming from, but. You're, wait. You're coming from a pure fantasy point of view because something tells me you were st- that that Allen Robinson is. Uh, did you have? Him I did on not fantasy? have him on any of my teams. Oh wow. Okay. Okay. So this is just a. Well, no, you see, you you you. I'm sure you you watched. Well, who am I kidding? You didn't watch as many that many Bears games, but you keep up with them enough because they are in your division. Yeah. Um, I think part the other thing that is very telling for Baker is that. Uh, OBJ's doing pretty good where he is now. Yep. And Baker, well, Baker's at home. <laughs> One of them's in the still in the at playoffs. Home, and Baker Mayfield. Oh, I know. Baker. So can it's we agree sad. that I guess that that, that, that we're going to give the most disappointing player of the season to Baker Mayfield? Okay. All right, Baker. You are the Beards and Bod Beards and Bodcast? That's not a Beards thing. and Bodcast. Although, if we ever decide to pivot to a show that is about um, bodybuilders with beards. That's the name. Go. The beards and podcast. Uh, but you know the 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 first uh, 
winner of, of, of a Beards and Ballsy is Baker Mayfield. You, sir, are the most disappointing player of the end of the 2021 slash 22 NFL season. So what's the topic that uh, let's 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 look at an, this is a fun one because I think you can, really can't go wrong with any of them. Um, the most exciting playmaker of the year. And I'm just going to read off in no particular order here. Um, Jonathan Taylor for the Colts. Uh, Jamar Chase for Cheeseman's Bengals, Austin Eckler for the uh, San Diego San Diego Chargers for the LA Chargers, um, Cooper Cup for the LA Rams, TJ Watt on the defensive end for the Steelers, uh, Trevon Diggs who had 11 interceptions for the Cowboys, and last but not least the freak uh, in all the best ways, uh, Debo Samuel. Cheese. Put your bias aside. That's all I ask. Uh, Debo Samuel. A dude finished with more. Did he finish with more rushing yards than receiving yards? Well, so so here's the thing. I have his numbers up here. Debo Samuel had 77 catches, 1,405 yards, and six touchdowns. Are you telling me he rushed for more than 1,400 yards? No, he didn't. Okay. Oh, okay, because I was about to freak That'd out. That would be amazing there. if he did. Jesus Christ. He would have counted for 2,800 yards of offense. Somebody just, do that. It was just so weird watching him do running back shit. And mm-hmm. then it's like, no, he's a full on power back. He, he, congratulations. He's, he's a back and a wide receiver in the, oh, it's so good. So, okay. You're giving it to Debo Ulysses. Who are you giving it to of that group? So, so for me, it was literally a battle between two guys. And it's one of those things where it's like, every time, like, who do I always see get like those top plays? Who do I always see on ESPN? Mm-hmm. Who's always trending on Twitter and whatnot? That's perfect. And at the end of the day, it's always Debo Samuel and Jamar Chase. Those mm-hmm. two guys are going to be very fun to watch in the upcoming year. Yeah. But at the end of the day, I got to side with Cheeseman and I got to give it to Debo. Mm-hmm. The guy, he's electric out there. He's a utility guy. He's like what Darren Sproles used to be back in the day, but with but like better, but better and with size. Oh my God. He's more, but better. That's what this, Oh, I want to call that. That's the name of the award. The most exciting, more, but better playmaker award. Okay. I'm, I'm just going to say that I also agree with you guys because that was when I came up with the, with the idea for that award, it was all for Debo. Uh, I saw what he did to us. He's great. (laughs) He's great. Um, Cheeseman. Can, do you see how many rushing yards he had? Because uh, who had uh, Debo? Yeah, I'll check. Uh, he 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 ran the ball. He caught the ball. Didn't he? Did he throw the ball at any point? I wouldn't doubt it. I wouldn't doubt it either. Uh, and you know, and you can say, like you said, Jamar Chase, same thing. Big time playmaker. Coop. I feel like we're all forgetting Cooper Cup. Uh, Coffee. Here's the thing, though. Coop was one of those he's like a steady engine you know he was true he was always going he was always moving but he wasn't doing like those dazzling plays you he guys you guys, guys you guys you guys you guys uh-huh he did throw a touchdown i knew it i fucking knew it how many yards did he rush for 2021 that's the year no we're in 2022 cheeseman no but the season 2021 i knew you'd bite on that 550. 
Hey, Holy that's hell. still that's still nineteen hundred and fifty-five yards of so offense. Six, How many touchdowns? Games, uh, sixteen games he played. He had fifty-nine attempts and three hundred sixty-five yards. Cool, that's fucking great. And how many touchdowns, rushing touchdowns? Because I, eight, eight. So yeah, so that eight plus another six for from receiving, that's pretty fucking solid. The dude had fourteen touchdowns, which is more than Cooper Cup had receiving. No, no, not more. Uh, two less is what I meant to say. So I, I, yeah, so so Debo Samuel, he gets our uh, our, our most exciting, more but better playmaker award. Everyone has a case here. It's just. He was the best. He was the best. Is there a topic that people see here? Don't pick the most obvious fun one yet. Saving it. Let's go to the most disappointing bears. I mean, team. Yeah. I'm going to throw my, I'm going to, I'm going to say that the Browns were the most disappointing team because they had lofty expectations heading into this season after last year. And then it fell apart in the most miraculous way uh, throughout the season. Like literally this wasn't a, a single thing where uh, like, uh, like, cause okay. The Cowboys are on here. Like, the Cowboys were up and down, but they, they still won 12 games and they lost in the playoffs, right? The Browns were supposed to make the playoffs and couldn't um, chargers. You can say the same thing about them. Uh, I just don't think that they had as big of a, of a, of what do you call it? Um, the, the ground didn't fall out as badly under them as it did the Browns. Uh, the Jags are the Jags. I don't even think we should have them as mis- most disappointing because did we really expect them to be good? I think a lot of people expected them to be better. Really? Or am I just I really the only, do. Am I the only I person? I them like four wins, four or five wins. I thought they wouldn't. I thought they'd win three, two or three at, at most. And they, they think that's what they did. Um, the Ravens, that's all injuries. The Vikings make a legitimate case for being a, a, one of the most disappointed because have you seen that roster? It's a yeah. good roster. And then nothing, nothing. I don't know. Cheese. Who's your most disappointing? I want to dunk on the bears because it's always fun to dunk on the bears. You know, I didn't even mention the bears right now. when I went through the list of teams. <laughs> uh, I put yeah. life at two bears, but in reality, I'm picking the chargers. Because come on, okay. Sometimes okay. you can't go with analytics. Sometimes you gotta go with what's in front of your face. God, that Take was the points. Oh, you know the... what was it? What was it like? It was like week fifteen or sixteen or something like that when they had like eight touchdown opportunities or eight red zone opportunities and scored once. Yep, this is a Take problem. The points. This That's is a you, problem. You know how you win the game mm-hmm. by having more points than the other guy. I didn't That's know how that. you win. Not by trying to be fancy, like, well, we almost had it. No, you get it by getting points. I thought we I thought we were out here to be fancy. Where have I been this whole time? Sorry. Fancy only counts in the Olympics. Jesus Christ, Cheeseman. Look at Ulysses' screen. Oh, he's how on. terrifying is that? That you literally just see like the glimmer of glasses and a, like a Cheshire cat. He looks smile. like an evil anime villain. Oh right my now. god, no! He le- he does, by the way, but he also looks, from The Exorcist. He legitimately ah! looks like a Cheshire cat. Smile, Ulysses. You see, all you see ah! is a smile. Uh, <laughs> Ulysses, who is your most disappointing team? See, oh, uh, he's now- ugly in the light. 
Oh. See, now I'm disappointed in the both of you. How do you oh, not God, give? Yeah. How do you not give the most disappointing team to the Colts? Oh, because Chiefs didn't write it. them down. They That's... had it. They had yeah. everything. They ruined a great team. They they ruined a great effort from Jonathan Taylor. They had it all wrapped up, and they just shat it away at the end of the run. It, yeah. You got to give it to the Colts. Yeah, I'm 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 with you on that one. I'm gonna I'm gonna second that one because that that is yeah, yep, that so Ulysses and I are gonna go Colts. Cheese, who are you going with? I forgot the Colts even existed, so I'm gonna go with the Colts. I the fact that you forgot they existed tells you everything you need to know. Ulysses, you successfully, successfully brought both of us onto your side on that one. Uh awesome. They're a team that was was extremely disappointing. Also, just because I like them, I like that team, and I wanted them to do well. And then Carson Wentz happens. They lost to the Jags with the playoffs on the line, and then they let accused rapist Big Ben get into the playoffs. <sighs> yeah, accused rapist. What moment of the year? Oh. Oh, okay. We're going to moment of the year, guys. Just so you know, our 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 most disappointing team was uh, the the official name of the award is the most disappointing Bears, because when you think of disappointing teams, the Bears are kind of there. Um, it's it's the Colts. So we're moving on to. It seems like Cheeseman already picked the topic. What's the topic, Cheeseman, or the the category, Cheeseman? This is moment of the year. So we have. We just talked about the Colts laying an egg and losing to Jacksonville when all you needed to do was win. I think we have to make that this clear that moment of the year doesn't need to necessarily be a positive thing. No, it doesn't. It's just a moment that really um, kept you going. You know, Uh, Tom Brady returns home to New England for a game. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. The return of Cam Newton was fun for all of 10 minutes. 10 minutes. The end of the Chargers Raiders game. That was just a hoot. I think the whole, I'm going to go with the whole game on that one. Just, yeah. Just the whole game. It was, yeah. Joe Burrow drove for over a thousand yards and back uh, combined two weeks. You mean 3,000? No, I was going to say, I I was only talking about the one 500 yard game, but yeah, we'll, we'll do that. Or the one that I'm picking. The return, the victory of Dan Campbell finally. Yeah, that's he what ate, I'm going with. He ate his knees. You don't even need to, to 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 ask me. I'm going to that one too. I put that on there because I wanted it. Ulysses, don't yeah. disappoint us. You got to give it to Dan Campbell. You got it. I want him to win the Super Bowl so badly. I want that to happen too. Right. Here's hey. the thing. I really think they might actually be closer than we think. Well. All they all they have to do is just be smart for the next two years about who you're drafting. Just just be smart. Here, okay. How about this? Bring in Jimmy Johnson to give you advice because I don't know if you heard about that. Wait, wait, no, no. Let me tell you why. You know that Jimmy Johnson had told um, who was it? I, they Detroit. They told Detroit. Jim, so heading into the draft last year. The Lions reached out to Jimmy Johnson for consulting them. They said, who should we take? And he told them, take Justin Herbert. This guy is going to be fucking great. 
and then Detroit didn't take Justin Herbert. They, they took, took Penae Sewell. No, they no 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 Penae Sewell was this year, the, oh, the yeah. previous year. I forget who they took. The point is they didn't. So bring in someone to help you consult on your draft picks because clearly over the last 20 years you've showed us you can't. So you need someone to hold your hand a little longer. And get Dan Campbell a fucking ring, man. Okay? Do it. And Do get it, him cowards. like a oh my god. If the if the Lions win a championship under under Dan Campbell, and for Dan Campbell, instead of getting him a ring where they can get him as like these giant golden Super Bowl looking ring looking uh, knee pads that he can wear, yes. yeah, right, yeah, no, you're not gonna bite his knees because you got to bite through diamond. Uh, so now that we have that, uh, the, the uh, our our personal moment of the year is that the fighting Dan Campbell's won, um. We've done, I guess we did the, the, the most disappointing player of the season. Who is the, I guess, who's the most uh, mediocre of the bunch? The kind of just in the middle. I'd go with Russell Wilson on this one. Oh, okay. He didn't have Man. his typical year. He could He's be disappointing. Like, he was pretty, yeah, he was, like, he was still okay. Granted, I know he was hurt, mm-hmm. but you could just see it in him that he just, his heart's not in it on this year. He's done. He wants, he's out, he wants to get out. He doesn't want to be with Pete Carroll anymore. And it was, it just sucks because there was a time where you could argue Westbrook was top three quarterback. And this year kind of shat on that wait, legacy. wait, wait. I did not know that Russell Westbrook played quarterback. Yeah, go fuck yourself. <laughs> you did that to me. Like, no, no, Cheeseman did it to us last week because we both did that. Yeah. Uh, but you're right. You're right. Russ looks dead in the eye. Like, I don't know. I, I think they're going to. I think uh, if I were Seattle, I would let go of Pete Carroll and put my chips all on Russell. Because what else are you going to do? Um I'm going to go with Kirk Cousins because he is the most literal middle of the road quarterback. Cheese, what were the what was the Vikings record this year? Not Did good. They, they damn near got they got as close to going 500 as they could. Um, sure yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I'm going to I'm going to solidly go with Kirk Cousins. Look at all the weapons that guy has. Like he's got Justin Jefferson, who is a ridiculous. Re- Ridiculous athlete. Um, and if I'm correct, last year he set the rookie record for yards before Jamar Chase came and took it. Seven and nine. Yeah. See, they see Ulysses, they tried. They really tried. Wait, seven and nine. Seven nine one, maybe? Seven nine one. It can't be seven, seven and nine. nine. They can't be seven and nine. That's just mathematically not impossible. But at the same time, it's Kirk Cousins, so maybe it is. He's missing two games, isn't he? No, he's missing a game. Anyways, we're going to... I'm sorry, eight and nine. That's as damn close to 500 as you could get. Um, Yeah, I'm going Kirk. Ulysses went Russell Wilson. Cheeseman, who is your most mediocre player of the year? That's Russell Wilson. It's funny. I hadn't even thought about it but uh, at all until Ulysses brought it up. That's a good one. Um, All right, that's two to one. Oh, this makes me sad to have to say this. 
the Beards and Ballsy winner for most mediocre player of the year, unfortunately, because I like the guy, is yeah, Russell Wilson. Russell for Wilson, for sure. you, sir, are mediocre. Now, um, we'll take a break in here and let Cheeseman uh, announce who the first ever Beards and Balls Hall of Fame inductee is. We have a Hall John of Fame. Madden, people. Hey, come on. Posthumous. It's a posthumous entry into the hall into our hall of fame he's our first uh we each get to put one person into this hall of fame ulysses who is who are you putting into the beards and balls oh, hall man. of fame you kind of got me kind of got me up up base here let me think i i have a person and he's in there for different reasons okay you give yours i'll think of somebody i'm gonna go with urban meyer urban meyer's in the <laughs> beards and balls hall of fame because he provided me with some of the most entertaining entertainment of the year. And I consumed it like, like it was a drug. I wanted more Urban Meyer scandal in my veins. Uh, that's my choice. Uh, see, now, I want. do I go serious? Do I go comedic? Well, that's, I went comedic. What? You can go however you want. We got a serious one from Tim. Comedic for me. What's the middle ground? I'm going with Gus Johnson. No the best goddamn. You went with Gus Johnson. That's not bad. The best, the best goddamn commentator. Like that man, when he's excited, everyone gets excited. <laughs> All right. Gus Johnson. Ugly. Gus Johnson is uh, is now John Madden. Gus Johnson and Urban Meyer. That is the first class. Uh, the the 2021-2022 class of the beards and balls hall of fame. There will be others soon. We'll have basketball players and some baseball players, but we'll get the Kaufman intro. Yeah. Yeah. We'll do that. There you go. Um, geez. That, that was a, it's so weird to have urban Meyer in a bunch like that. Uh, <laughs> but let's just move. Speaking of urban, Let's move to the award that I am the most excited about. This is the, the, the name of this award is the Urban Meyer Award for Most Interesting Controversy of the Season. Now, here are your categories and get ready to be acquainted with the same person multiple times. Um, I'm going to start with the first one, Aaron and his horse medicine. Uh, <laughs> that, that's the first one. The second one is uh, Antonio buys a fakie, which is uh he bought his fake vaccination cards, which is a felony, and he obviously got away with it. Um, had he been any regular Joe Smo, he'd be in prison. Um, the Raiders, just in general, the Raiders pick a scandal. Um, Urban stays home, which is uh, when he decided to not fly back with the team and uh, instead enjoy a nice little lap. Hole. Yeah. Um, here's another one. Antonio says bye bye. Which is uh, when he just said "fuck it," took his clothes, his uh, jersey off, and uh, left the game. These are three. This is two heavy hitters in a row. Uh, Urban knows best, which is um, his whole situation about the strength and conditioning coach that he brought in, and just not nobody liking him. None of his players or coaches at the start of the season because it was his way or the highway. And the last one, Urban kicks a field goal. Which is uh, Urban Meyer kicking the, the 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 field goal kicker, because of course he did. Of that group, who was the most in? What was the most interesting controversy? 
See, I'm not picking anything Antonio Brown because much like Cheeseman, I'm done talking about him. I agree. He doesn't, deserve, he doesn't deserve to win Jack. Thank you. Now, the Urban. Raiders as a whole is more just sad. Bad. That whole shit is yes, just sad. sad. That's not, this is more meant to be funny. Is it? At the end of the day, you have to give it just to Urban Meyer as a whole. Fucking pick one. Oh, I was going to say, yeah, I was going to say, uh, let's just all collectively give it to Urban Meyer. Congratulations, like, Urban. You're a dick. Yeah. <laughs> well, his, his, the award that I will give him will be the shape of a lady. So at the very least, he could always have something to rub on. Oh, I was going to say, how about just a, 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 it'll be Shad Khan's mustache. <laughs> Here, here's a memory of the of the guy who gave you a chance and overlooked you multiple times, overlooked the your, you know, faults multiple times, so that you could ultimately continue to fail. He's our winner. Oh, I like that you put a W next to all of them. Yeah. Uh, all right, let's move on to. We've kind of gotten re- some of the more, re- I guess the the the, the more not so uh, serious ones out of the way. Who is the, the biggest? Us. The more us ones. Who's the biggest overachiever of the year? Guys, I gotta go, dude. I this is getting worse. I can he- literally hear it in my voice. Okay, well, if you want, you can just be quiet. I, I I don't mean that like in a funny way, but like we can finish it off. Okay, if you'd like, and you can just interject whenever you want. Yeah, uh, I'm, I'm just going to do that. All right, so I'll I'll leave it at that. And then I'll get back into it in a second. So uh, who is our biggest overachiever? And also real quick, guys, we took a pause there because cheese is still sick. So he's dealing with that. Uh, We're just going to throw to him for his answer. And we're not going to ask him why. Uh, That way we can make our decision here. So who's our biggest overachiever? Cheeseman, go first. I got to look at the list. Sorry. Uh, oh, oh, our nominees are Derek Carr, Cooper Cup, Rashad Penny, the Raiders, and Davis Mills. Just so Davis Mills can win something, I'm giving it to Davis Mills. I'm also giving it to Davis Mills because that guy got four wins with the Texans. All right, since he's getting the award, I'll just throw mine in. I, you got to have to give it to Sean Payton, right? There's Wait. How the hell did he coach oh. that team? Well, he's going to get his chance in a little bit. But I, I, know, I like that but, you threw it out there. He's you're right. Yeah, like he somehow coached that mess of a team to a decent record. So I'll give it to him. There's he should have been like a five and eleven team or whatever the fuck five and twelve, whatever. Oh, absolutely. Um. So yeah. So Davis Mills, he's our biggest overachiever of the year. Congratulations. We'll be mailing out something to you. I don't know what. Uh, if it's an envelope, don't open it. Um. So who's our best defensive player of the year or who's our defensive player of the year? We have a Micah Parsons. We have TJ Watt. We have Max Crosby, Aaron Donald, and Trevon Diggs. See, I would love to give it to our guy, Anthony. I would love to give it to Micah, but TJ Watt, man, TJ Watt, damn, that kid's a fucking animal. He, He tied, he tied the, uh, he tied the the single season sack record in 15 games and uh, Cheeseman threw a thumbs up there. So clearly he's going TJ Watt as well. It is a unanimous choice. Our defensive player of the year is TJ Watt. So we'll move on to uh, 
the bigger the, the, the big topics that were the big uh, categories that we have to give out. And we'll start with best wide receiver this year. Here are your nominees. Uh, Justin Jefferson, 108 catches, 1,616 yards, 10 touchdowns. Cooper Cup, 145 catches, 1,947 yards, 16 touchdowns. Devontae Adams, 123 yards, 1,553, uh, wait, 123 yards, 123 catches, 1,553 yards and 11 touchdowns. Debo Samuel, 77 catches, 1,405 yards, six touchdowns. And Cheeseman's guy, Jamar Chase, 81 catches, 1,455 on yards, 13 touchdowns. I'm going to start off by saying we got, I have to give it to Cooper Cup. <laughs> he just has literally all the stats on everyone. Yeah, maybe in a couple years, this will be Jamar's chase or Justin Jefferson's take. But you kind of have to give it a Deal. cup, man. He, 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 got, he got all the numbers. He, got, he was able to have a quarterback consistently give it to him. 145 catches is nothing to, uh, is nothing to <laughs> oh. sneeze at. What was the record? Wasn't it Marvin? It was Marvin Harrison. Uh, I just don't remember how many he he had caught. It's like it was 154, 152. I, I, it's something around that. So he, he got pretty close. Cheeseman, you also picked Cooper Cup. So that's a unanimous thing. Cooper Cup it is. Uh, and just so you guys know, Cheeseman's really here. I'm not just, you know, pretending and then deciding for him. He's here. Let's move on to. I'm um, here. He's here. He's barely alive, but he's here. Let's move on to our. Uh, oh, no, wait. Hold on. Uh, Michael Thomas has it 149. He was four off of tying it. Holy Jesus hell. Christ. That would have been, man. Uh, let's move on to our offensive rookie of the year. There are three candidates. There's three nominees. Najee Harris for the, for the Steelers, Mac Jones for the Patriots and Jamar Chase for the Bengals. I think we all know where we're going here. I'm going to go with Jamar Chase. Cheeseman is already writing the W next to Jamar Chase. So he's going Jamar Chase as well. You have to at least say his name, brother. That's your team. Jamar Chase. Cool. A lot of panties dropped. A lot of panties dropped. And also uh, boxers, you know, because we're that kind of podcast. Uh, Maybe you should get sicker so that you can fully embrace that man voice you have there. So we're all going Jamar Chase. Jamar Chase is our offensive rookie of the year. Uh, Cheeseman also jumped ahead of us on our defensive rookie of the year category and put a W next to Micah Parsons. So I think uh, we can all agree that Micah Parsons is the defensive rookie of the year. See, I he's obviously, but I'm worried. We've had history of having good defensive rookies for us, mm-hmm. for our Cowboys. They quickly decline. But uh, I'll, I'll say this, though. He's he's more skilled than any of the defensive players we've had in the last few years or in recent I'm hoping. Yeah, I'm hoping with Micah Parsons, we drafted DeMarcus Ware 2.0, but who actually tackles in the open field, and that just meant for sacks. Mm. But, you could do both. Um, that's what I'm saying. DeMarcus Ware, as much as I love him, he was more of a sack guy. He wasn't, he was never up there in tackles and whatnot. Mm-hmm. Well, but that only in my Madden game, he was. Yeah, right. I'm hope like he ha- he could be a weird combination of like DeMarcus Ware and Sean Lee. And those are yeah. like two of my favorite defensive players that we've had as of late. So, well, he's got the go sacks that, that the, the DeMarcus Ware had, and he's he's got almost the tackles that a linebacker has. So I, what we want, yeah. all we want is consistency, Ulysses. That's all we want in the end. Um, Even Vanderich looked like they could be entertaining. True. Although they misspelled his name on his jersey in the playoff game because, of course, that summed up the entire thing. Uh, yeah, that was the travesty. Of the that was the biggest travesty of the night. Uh, all right. 
So those are our, our, our offensive and defensive rookies. Let's move on to, I think this is a, well, we'll get to it in a second. Let's move on to our running back of the year. I think uh, we, we've got some good nominees here because we actually had some pretty good running backs this year. Nick Chubb is our first nominee, uh, 1,259 yards, uh, eight touchdowns. He plays for Cheeseman's Bengals. No, he plays for the Browns. I got the names mixed up because I looked at, I was looking at the guy under him, Joe Mixon, who plays for the Bengals, 1,205 yards, 13 touchdowns. Jonathan Taylor, 1,811 yards, 18 touchdowns. Uh, Cheeseman's already putting a W, but I got to read through the damn nominees. Uh, Najee Harris, 1,200 yards, seven touchdowns. Not bad. Uh, and Dalvin Cook, 1,159 and six touchdowns. It's Jonathan Taylor for me. How about you guys? You got to give it to Taylor. Ulysses says Taylor. Cheeseman throws a thumbs up. Jonathan Taylor is the Beards and Balls 2021-2022 running back of the year. Something has happened here that is absolutely blowing my fucking mind. Are you kidding me? Okay, so as I've been saying, Cheeseman has access to this document where we have all of our nominees and and categories uh, listed. And he's just taking it upon himself to add the W's for the winners on everything that he sees fit. So we're moving on to the best quarterback category. Cheeseman's made his vote already, but I'm going to go through the nominees. Our nominees, obviously, for best quarterback are Aaron Rodgers, 4,115 yards, 37 touchdowns. The only person on this uh, of these nominees to have single digit. Actually, okay. He's the only one with single-digit interceptions. He's also the only person with under five interceptions. Well, with under 10 interceptions, I should say. Um, you have Brady, who everybody keep in mind that Tom Brady is uh, 44 years old. Uh, he threw for 5,316 yards, led the league. He threw 43 touchdowns, led the league, and he threw only 13 interceptions, which did not lead the league. You have Joe Burrow. 4,611 yards, 34 touchdowns, 14 picks. Josh Allen, 4,407 on yards, 36 touchdowns, 15 picks. And then we have Justin Herbert, 5,014 yards, 38 touchdowns, 15 interceptions. The reason this is a mind blower is because uh, Patrick Cheeseman here, uh, whose first name starts with a K, so Kevin Patrick Cheeseman here, picked I jo- he picked Justin Herbert. I was going to go, I think Tom Brady was uh, i'm torn ulysses who do, who do you think was the best quarterback i'll come back to that yeah uh like how kyle patrick cheeseman over here said hi kyle that's gonna be the okay. gimmick now we're just gonna keep saying oh, we're gonna call him all kinds of different case see that's it's bizarre that he would give it to herber because here's the thing i'm not the one i'm never one to complain about quarterbacks with high interception numbers unless mm-hmm. it's like ridiculous unless it's james who threw 30 30 Literally, yeah, unless it's like that is ridiculous. But if you're like at least one per game or less, I think you're okay. Mm -hmm. Because to me, that just shows that you're willing to throw the shot, you know. Mm -hmm. Because a lot of these interceptions come are going for the deep ball or trying to get that one play. Very rarely, it's just straight up stupidity and one. It's like Brett Favre, and exactly that's why I never had beef with Brett Favre's interception numbers. Don't get me wrong. Seeing that Rodgers had less than five, had four interceptions is absolutely amazing, right? He like, has I this think... insane ratio for his career of intercept of touchdowns to interceptions that is just it just doesn't fucking make sense, you know? Exactly. And that's the thing. Like as a quarterback, that's your job. Your job is to 
protect the ball, keep the ball, keep the move, offense moving, and put points on the board. Mm-hmm. But you have to give it to Brady. The dude is – he should be in the retirement home. He should be mm-hmm. living in a fantastic island somewhere with his wife and kids and just never caring what anybody ever has to say about him ever. But the fact that he continues to put these numbers and Brady, there's been like multiple times where Brady should have passed the torch to the next generation of guys like these other three quarterbacks that we have mm-hmm. on the list. But he constantly keeps saying, not yet, young kid. Like, I, I, I'm taking this one. So, still show you how it's done. Yeah. Out of respect, I'm giving it to Mr. TB12. Okay. So I've been wondering about like what the criteria for this, for this specific award is. Cause I want to know, is it, is it all based on numbers or am I basing it on, is it a combination of the numbers, the team record that you ended up with your seating, all of that? Because if it is a combination of things, it really comes down to Brady and Rogers, doesn't it? No, you know what? No, I'm in, I'm in, I'm in a second Brady. It's Brady. So Tom Brady is uh she's been voted for, for Justin Herbert, but uh, two to one, it is, Tom Brady put the W next to Tom's name. She's he's going to put an L no. And now he's ruined my categories. Uh, great job. Cheeseman. Uh, anyways, he, he's quietly finding this amusing. Let's move on to, we, we did our uh, best quarterback. I think we only have one more category left and that is going to be our coach of the year. Now here are the nominees, Sean Payton, who somehow kept his, uh, his saints alive, you know, literally in the last game of the season, they could still make the playoffs and they had what? No quarterback at that point. I mean, if you have three quarterbacks, you don't have any Um, John Harbaugh, who also kept the Ravens in contention down to the very end, even though they had almost no running backs and Lamar Jackson was out Uh, Matt LaFleur, who, dealt with quite a bit of things in the off season and during the season with Aaron Rodgers, and still got them the number one seed. Uh, Mike Vrabel, who, who had, if I'm correct, the number was his, his team by far had the most players to play, uh, play through the season. He had 89 different players and they still got the one seed. Uh, I'm obviously Mike Tomlin because it's Mike Tomlin. Um, he it's the same thing as John Harbaugh and Sean Payton. Somehow they kept their teams in contention and he actually got into the playoffs. Italian guy, Basaccia, who we had an argument, we figured out the, his name's rich, he's not Mexican. His name's rich. He's not Mexican. He's an Italian. Um, so yeah, he, he gets to be, uh, I mean, think about what he did with the Raiders. Think about all that they went through. He held them together and got them to the playoffs. And then uh, I guess this guy got added here. Taylor. I forget his first name. Zach. Zach. Zach Taylor for the Bengals. There's your winner. I don't have any reason for why he should be that. Uh, I'm going to go with. Uh, He's your winner. Go with Mike Vrabel because you don't you don't shuffle in 89 no. players and win normally. That's me. See, I was I'm I personally was legitimately shocked we didn't have Zach Taylor because the dude. Did really good. He did year. a good job. No, no, he did a good job. You're right. He did a good job. He got he he made he was able to get Burrow to bounce back. Like if nothing happened to him, he was able mm-hmm. to install Chase. He pretty much shut everybody up who thought they should have drafted Sewell. Mm-hmm. And that's why my pick for Coach of the Year is Dan Campbell, baby. Let's go! Holy shit, we didn't even bring up Dan Campbell. Oh my god, 
I think this is the first one where we don't have a winner. You know how we settle this, right? No, we're going Zach Taylor. That's no, 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 no. You know how we're settling this, right? We're doing rock, paper, yes. scissors. And whoever oh, wins, God, we, we each have somebody different. You are going Dan okay. Campbell, Ulysses. That's your pick. So we're going to play rock, paper, scissors. Winner is our coach of the year. All right. On All right, three. We'll, we'll, let's see if on we get time. On three. Okay. Not like cheat, not like Kaufman does it. All right. One, two, three. Ah, son of a bitch. Dan Campbell wins. God damn it. No, actually, I'll take it. I do have scissors. I do have scissors. No, I no, saw what you, you did didn't. with your hand. Uh-uh. No, I did. I did like, look, I don't know how, what kind of but the way you do your hand when you masturbate, but we don't want to see it. Okay. Anyways. Oh, God. Cheeseman, Cheeseman might be dying. Look, Ulysses is throwing up his small five inch hands up in the air over and over again. Um, yeah. The first winner. Oh, the Dan. Uh, no, no. He gets he gets to have his he gets the award named after him. The Dan Campbell, bite your knees off, Coach of the Year award goes to Dan Campbell. That's uh, I think that's that's all of our categories. Real quick, you have to pick one person to be your overall MVP. Jonathan Taylor. Okay. Cooper Jeez. Cup. Cooper Cup. Okay. Fuck. I'm gonna go with. Fuck uh, is not an answer. I'm gonna go with uh, Joe Burrow personally. Either him or DJ Watt. That's my. That, those are really the ones I would like to pick. All right. Well, I'm going. I'm going to go Joe Burrow. Uh, he at least gets the most handsome award. Burrow. Well, Burrow is, is a handsome man. See, Over Justin Brady. Herbert. Is, Justin Herbert. No, Tom Brady doesn't count. At this point, we've no. already, He's above brand. Okay, he doesn't get those awards anymore. Fair. Justin Herbert's on the uh, is on the more uh, cute side, not handsome. What he is like objectively, he is cute while Joe Burrow is handsome. Like Joe Burrow is manly handsome, and Justin Herbert hasn't quite grown into his handsomeness yet. Ulysses, was, Ulysses is dying, guys. I'm not even kidding. He is. He's like, oh my god, we might have two people die on this podcast. Okay. I'm just going to, we're just going to end it here next week. When we do this, we'll see who's left. It's been a hell of a, of a night guys. (laughs) You fucking idiot. You kill me with that one. It's fair analysis. There is a difference between rugged being like manly handsome and being uh boyishly not boyishly uh that sounds gross uh being like uh in your early 20s cute okay <laughs> he hasn't quite uh, grown into himself cheeseman you've muted yourself again it's all about what you like the young cuteness or the silver fox well okay no brady is the silver fox well, but then like joe burrow's the middle ground where he's like handsome man and then like Justin Herbert is like he's going to grow into it. This is, this is a, a firm, long analysis of these guys. All right. <laughs>